Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast After the Bell with Chip Nellinger. Uh, today is Friday, so we're going to do a wrap-up of the week, but also talk about today's markets. So, Chip, how you doing? And, and looks like we had a pretty good day in the markets. Good. Yeah, it, uh, it was kind of a surprisingly strong day, um, you know, given the fact that, uh, so I'm in South Bend, Indiana right now, about a four-hour drive from home, and, uh, man, planters were rolling all over. Uh, and if they weren't planting, uh, field work starting, so... Uh, the weather window next week, it's warming up. Uh, it's still fairly dry. Given that, you would have expected corn to really struggle this week, but uh, everything's closing up near the highs of the day. you got a couple things going on here, big picture. Uh, obviously, we've talked uh, this week about the weather in Brazil. Uh, it's still dry. Their 10-week forecast is still pretty dry. I think that's given corn some support. You had some um, acreage numbers out of Canada this morning, and it was um, surprisingly low on canola and soybeans um, way below estimates there. So that spilled over and gave the bean market some support today. You know, there's some optimism that uh, we're, we're going into talks with China on this trade issue, the tariff issue. So there's some optimism that that's going to get um, hammered out and maybe give us a little bit of a lift. You had the funds in there buying. We're, we're coming up uh, – you've got Monday's the last trading day. So at the end, the last couple trading sessions of any month, and the first two or three of a new month, the funds a lot of times are active, and it looked like they wanted to be in there on the buy side to end the week. So pretty good close in the in the grains. Uh, corn, and I don't hold me exactly to these numbers. These are these are ballpark. So uh, corn up about 13 cents for the week in the December. Uh, you had November beans up about 19 cents. Uh, wheat up about 21 in the Chicago July, uh, up all, just shy of 30 cents in Kansas City July. So uh, pretty good week across the board, and, and normally, like I said, we'd be struggling right now, especially given the, the forecast and the planting pace we're seeing in corn and beans. Yeah, and that was the next thing I was going to ask you about the forecast. So you look at it next week, and there's some pretty strong, severe weather that's supposed to go through most of the corn belt and uh, basically in through the wheat belt as well. So you hear any rumblings about that, 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 could, that could swing things uh, one way or the other? Well, you know, obviously it's a double-edged sword this time of year, right? You need an open open window to get uh, seed in the ground. In the same breath, you, you, you'll take rain as well. So, you know, um, I haven't heard a lot about that. They've actually backed off a little bit on the we, – we were had a chance of rain here, uh, kind of in the eastern Corn Belt on Wednesday. They seemed like they backed off a little bit on that or pushed it back a little bit. Um, I, I think the rain's maybe going to be more towards uh, kind of like eastern Kansas, maybe Missouri – um, now, that is an area where they've been a little bit waterlogged. It's kind of that southern tier of the Corn Belt, uh, you know, like southern Indiana, southern Illinois, Kentucky. They, they've been a little wet down there. They, they don't need any more rain right now. Um, so, you know, obviously it's a double-edged sword. If, if you're trying to get a crop in the ground right now, uh, you know, you probably uh, the last thing you want especially since we're about to turn to May, is a bunch of rain. So um, I don't know that that you know, was a huge influence today. But uh, the weather's going to be closely watched the first half of, uh, of May regardless to see how planning progress is going. We'll get those updates every Monday now. So every Monday afternoon, 3 p.m. Central, uh, is the planning progress of both corn and beans. So, um, you know, the market will watch that pretty closely the next two or three weeks, as well as the weather, um, you know, in, in Brazil. Uh, so it, it's exciting. Usually we're kind of uh, dead at this period of time in the grain market, and we're seeing some some movement. So that tells me uh, we're probably opening the door for a, maybe a wild ride this summer 
Um, doesn't mean we'll go straight up, but we could have some uh, some pretty wild gyrations here this summer. Right on. Okay. So looking forward to next week. What do you see happening there, and, and what, what are some key indicators you see moving into uh, the first part of the week? Yeah, well, we mentioned the, the weather is going to be big. Uh, the uh, crop prior planning progress uh, Monday afternoon. You also have the Kansas uh, wheat tour starting. Um, so that's a couple-day event, and the market will hang on um, the, you know, the, the, what comes out of uh, those tour, that tour. So that could be a market mover for the wheat, the wheat market. You know, wheat's hard to peg yields anyway, right. uh, but they, they hang on the, the reports from that tour. So they'll watch that very closely. Uh, always uh, weather, both here in South America, trade issues. So we, we've got a lot of things that are starting to affect this market. Um, and, and that's why I said, you know, we could be subject to some volatility here going forward. Yeah. Customers that you have down in Kansas, Oklahoma, West Texas, those areas, are you, I've been reading a lot about winter freeze damage and stuff to the wheat. Are you, are you heard anything of, of substance there that could be an issue? Yeah, there, there is definitely some of that. They've had about four different freezes. So, um, it definitely affected them, but again, it's like it's like trying to peg yield. I don't know that you know you got to give that thing some time after the freeze to see is it cosmetic, is it really going to take yield. So I think that's still um, up for debate on um, what that freeze did. They've just had everything. It's been a brutal growing season for them. You know, yeah, multiple have... freezes and obviously drought, uh, wind storms, and mm-hmm. you know, you name it, they've had it. So it's been a rough growing season. Yeah. Damned if you do, damned if you don't down there, it seems like. All right, Chip. Well, I think that pretty well covers it. Any uh, any last thoughts before we shut it down? Uh, no, we didn't talk much about cattle. Had a good week there. Uh, finally closed over 106 in the June. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't heard at this time much cash trade, but it sounds like it's going to be in the 124, 125 area. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty good. So, you know, I think that it bodes well, maybe, for the next couple of weeks in cattle. We have really strong close. That ought to build some momentum and give us another 3 or $4 higher. It's going to give us an opportunity. Uh, box beef is, uh, I don't know, it's up 10 bucks probably or more in the last two weeks. So uh, for the short run, cattle look good for hire, but uh, any cattle guys out there, yeah, boy, it's an opportunity. We, we got numbers coming, so I don't think we can get too bold up thinking we're, you know, going to stay at these levels forever. Yeah. Okay. Um, if guys want to get a hold of you and continue this conversation, how would they do that? Uh, just call our office, 309-550-7213. Right Love to talk to you. Okay. You can find Moving Iron Podcasts at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and SoundCloud. And every Monday at 3.30 Central, Aaron Fennell, Regina Nardis, and myself have a Q&A session and kind of talk about what we see happening in the market. So if you have any questions, feel free to send them in to, on Twitter at Moving Iron LLC, and also you can catch Kirk Hins from BAM Weather, giving his national forecast as well as what's happening in South America. So, till Monday, Chip, we'll uh, talk to you then. All right, have a good weekend. Thanks, buddy.